Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to the Whitetail Legacy Podcast. Tomorrow is opening day. This morning, then I have a great hunt. Deer didn't move like usual. Yeah, we just got set up in the middle of this bedding thicket. Oh, saving this spot from the rut. It's a nice... It's a 170. That was money. I think it's down right over there. 10 yards. Woo! Whitetail Legacy Podcast. Bringing you back to the hunt and leaving a legacy. Baller rut. All right, guys. Welcome to the Whitetail Legacy Podcast. Coming at you from Louisiana in the bayou. We're talking, what was that boat called? <laughs> A P-Raw. A P-Raw. You're going to learn what a P-Raw is in this episode and a whole bunch of other <laughs> nicknames. But we had Justin Landry on, um, just an absolute badass dude from down south Louisiana hunting the swamps, man. Um, check his Instagram out, Little Hank. Um, he's dragging these bucks out of knee-deep water, um, hunting oak ridges and in the swamp, uh, packing in stands and saddles and a boat and he's digging his way in with his boat like he's yeah. digging a trough to get his boat in there <laughs> it's just insane so um we had a lot of fun this episode and uh you guys were gonna enjoy it so uh one little quick shout out for you guys hit that subscribe button pause this hit the subscribe button wherever you're listening um 
That gives you a notification of when we put out an episode. If you're wondering, we put it out on Prime Rib Day. That's Wednesday at 11 a.m. Central Time every Wednesday. We haven't missed a Wednesday yet. Homie's stat on the scheduling <laughs> of the post on Wednesday. Um, let's get into the people that make this possible. Um, let's get out with the VIP veteran broadhead. Um, we talk about the combat veteran a lot, but, hey, the veteran broadhead is still out there. Yeah. Um, we we used a veteran earlier this year um, before we got the chance to shoot the combat veteran. I put down a doe. Didn't make it very far. Um, really sad that I haven't got to shoot my bow at a buck again this year. So <laughs> it's been a been a brutal year, but next year, hopefully change that up. Um, right now, you going veteran or combat veteran? Combat veteran. I'm going combat veteran too. Dude, that thing <laughs> is just so, just sick. so sick. So it's hard to it's hard to compete, but um, I like four blades anyways. So it's just right up my alley. But yeah, you got the VIP veteran brought it. Shout out. Yeah, this week's shout out is Hank Giles, and he was in the Air Force for 12 years, and uh, he said he had a bunch of missions that he was assigned to do and um, some specialized training. So Hank, uh, we appreciate your service. Everybody here at White Tail Legacy and the VIP family. Yep, thank you, Hank. Um, I know uh, whatever you had to do, missions weren't easy. Away from your family wasn't easy, so we appreciate that. Your time spent um, doing your duty for this nation. Um, thank you for my family and the White Tail Legacy podcast crew. <clears throat> Excuse me. Let's get into uh, uh, ECW. Um, Going to be rocking the double side turkey calls before we know it. We got one laying here on the table yeah. that's just begging to get scratched up. <laughs> um, I just keep moving around. It's on the left side of the table, right side of the table, but we're going to be breaking them out soon. Um, you can get those at Gander Outdoors, guys, or you can get them at ECW in Roseville or on the website. Um, double-sided, triple-sided, you can get glass, slate, copper, whatever you want. Um, I like the glass-slate combo. That slate purse, real mm-hmm. good, so I really like that. Um, let's get into Ingram's outdoor obsession. All your taxidermy needs from Europeans to ducks to to antelope to bear. A couple full-body bears in there he's working on. Um, I just really want a bear skull. Like, I could deal with that a full body. I just <laughs> yeah. really want to. And I really want an alligator skull. We talk about alligators in this. Ooh, Jake yeah. Rask has an alligator skull open European. Oh. So cool, dude. Big giant Does one. it have it, like, coming off the wall? No, he just like has it sitting on a table. Oh, a big open one. It's pretty sweet. Probably wouldn't be able to shoot him in the head then. Oh yeah. If you want that. Yeah, I yeah? don't think it would mess it up that bad. <laughs> <laughs> that's where I shot. Yeah, that's where I shot right there. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this guy killing whitetail, slaying fish, um, catching crawfish, killing big gators, hogs. He's doing it all. So, um, scent lock uh, all your camo and ozone scent elimination needs. Let's get into the show. All right, we got Justin Landry on, man. How you doing down there in the swamps? Pretty good, man. Holding tight, man. Heck yeah, man. You showed me the little shed that you're hanging out with tonight or your garage, whatever you got going on. looks like you got a good deer cleaning, fish cleaning, everything little station over there. Oh, yeah. Sweet. My, little, uh, my little man cave, man. I got a stove in here and sink and uh, just, uh, you know, put my Euro mounts up and yeah. a couple of little uh, shoulder mounts I got. I got up in the shed. Yep. Yeah, it's pretty sweet little corner you got there. I be oh, a yeah. good place to crack a cold one and tell some swamp oh, stories. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the wife the wife wonders why I never want to go inside. But. Yeah, yeah, you just feel more at home out there. It's hard. <laughs> yeah. So that's it. That's but, it. 
Yeah, like I said, we appreciate you coming on, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk all thing Louisiana swamp hunting. We are Illinois Flatlander <laughs> crop ground, so we're excited for this episode. We know literally zero. We know nothing about what you do other than, like, I mean, just for the listeners, I just seen you on Instagram, you know, and I was like, this is a guy that I want to talk to. He's having a blast out there hunting, um, celebrating with people, killing bucks. In just the most weird ways. I don't even know how you track them out there, man. Like, I, I got so many questions in my From brain. The boat, bro. Yeah, I mean, like, like they better yeah, drop man. quick because you're tracking yeah, through that's, water. That's the, so that's the main thing. That's the main thing. You want to get a good, uh, good hit on them for yeah, sure. Yeah, for sure. Out so. there. But uh, go ahead and give the listeners just a little brief introduction of of who you are. Well, I like to say, uh, name's Justin Landry. Uh, been hunting down here in Louisiana uh, for. As long as I could walk, uh, my dad used to take me on his back in the swamp. So uh, we're about uh, 50 miles south of Baton Rouge, hunting uh, several thousand acres out of here, close to the Chapalaya Basin. But uh, yeah, man, just uh, been been hunting the swamp since uh, since I could walk, basically. You know, my dad took me in there. Man, piggybacking through the swamp, that'd be tough. <laughs> yeah. You guys got yeah, some man. calf muscles out of this world. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah, started off uh, a lot of dog hunting down here. You know, it's a uh, it's a big thing, and uh, it's kind of selling out. I mean, a lot of people are getting less with the dog land landowners. You know, are uh, getting pretty strict on it. So it's kind of like a it's I don't want to say it's phasing out, but it's you know it's getting that way where it's limited where you could dog hunt down here now. So we uh, uh 2014 I, I started a lot of uh, still hunting basically, still hunting stalking yeah in a swamp so. i've seen that's what you guys are normally doing and that's pretty pretty yeah. epic man and so <laughs> just so the listeners can kind of kind of get a feel just kind of describe the ground like i've seen it on instagram but i kind of know but kind of describe the ground that you're hunting um so they they kind of know basically uh i mean you can look it up all, all the swamp down here in 1920 was logged so it's uh it's basically kind of uh tupelo cypress and there's some ridges in, you know, in there, some oak ridges of what we're hunting. And uh, that's kind of where I focus uh, my hunting at, was uh, along the oak ridges and the, uh, the bigger cypress ridges. But uh, there's a couple canals that go through the lease that we're on and uh, some levees, you know, that we kind of put cameras on and kind of see what's out there. But uh, it's mostly at any given time you could have a foot of water pretty much over the whole thing. You could have uh, no water on the whole thing. You know, it, it depends on uh, kind of the rainfall throughout the year, basically. Yeah, and you're just, I mean, it seems like it's incredibly thick, mossy. Um, oh, yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, it's real thick uh, palmettos. Uh, you know, some areas are so thick. It's like, man, it's, you know, you could see 20 yards in there, you know. That, yeah. that's, that's about it. But uh, other areas, you could walk in there, like in the Tupelo area, you could see, I mean, you could see 500 yards in there. You know, it's nothing to see. Wow. Uh, some, yeah. some deer walking through there, you know, and it's amazing the way these deer could just go through there like it's, like it's nothing, you know. We might take, uh, you know, 500 yards might take us 30 minutes, to, you know, just mm-hmm. to track across, but deer get through there pretty quick. Yeah. <laughs> So when these deer are moving, is that what they're moving? They're moving to those oak flats or they're bedding on them ridges? Uh, and... You know, I've seen them, you know, just, just since I've been still hunting, you know, you see them 
you see them out there in the middle of nowhere and they they'll get up they'll, they'll be laying next to uh some tupelo some cypress or they'll get on an old log or something like that and they'll get up and they'll feed about uh 100 yards or, or whatnot and then go right back to bedding you know it's just the, depending on the pressure like right now there's a lot of pressure so uh they tend to be way up in that swamp right now kind of off of the oak ridges how hard so, uh, was it to go from, um, you know, spot and stalk, or I guess if you want to call it that, to going to still hunting? Because I hear about a lot of guys, a lot of Midwest guys that go out west and spot and stalk mule deer, go on an elk hunt, and then, you know, they're up and moving, chasing the animals, doing a lot of glass and stuff. And then they're just like, man, that's that's pretty cool, you know. And then they come back here, and then they got to just sit in a tree to, to you know, yeah. hunt whitetail. It was uh. You know, it was it was kind of hard. You know, it was more like a challenge for me because uh, I remember some guy told me he was like, "Man, what are you doing? You still hunting that stuff?" And you know, he, he's like, "With dogs, you know, we were so used to hunting with dogs and these deer getting pushed to a stand row or something like that. It was hard for uh, you know, for people to 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 think you know you could go out there and actually still hunt these whitetail. But I mean, it's possible. You know, it's just, it just takes a lot of work. You got to get way back there. You got to uh basically uh i watched the wind uh got a few stand locations i uh got picked out back there and that's that's kind of how i go about it you know yeah doing the best you can i mean they yeah it's easy for us because there's kind of like pinch points and there's there's area there isn't really right, timber right, right. for you when i look at that shit i'm like a deer could go that way i have no idea <laughs> yeah. what the hell these deer are doing they could just be wandering around back here eating on but, this uh, little tree you know the thing that helped me was uh, I walked pretty much all that stuff. And uh, every time I would jump a deer, I would mark it on my GPS or uh, my uh, my iPhone. And uh, then I'll go back, you know, later on. And I'll end up, you know, just setting up a couple hundred yards before I would where I jumped deer at. And then I would, you know, I would end up seeing deer, you know, and that, that kind of pumped me up. Yeah, that's a good idea, Getting man. More out there, if you, you know, jump and, them, then you know you're there for some reason. Whether... Exactly. And, you know, year after year, uh, they're in the same locations. You know, they're in the same spots, these deer. So yeah. it's, you know, learning something every year. Every every year I get in, you know, a little something more to put in my uh, <laughs> my, my arsenal for them, you know? Yeah. But, How uh, big is the piece of property that you're hunting? It's probably... Uh, I, I, I'm in two clubs there, so I'm I'm probably over seven thousand acres, I would say. Nice, yeah. I mean, right you there. can you can put some boots yeah. on the ground. <laughs> seven thousand yeah, acres of swamp. Here we go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like seven thousand acres of swamp. You know, a lot of people say, "Man, that's a lot of land," but you know, it's not. There ain't no land. It's hunt. all water. <laughs> yeah, it's all water. You're not gonna hunt. You're not gonna hunt the whole seven thousand. Yeah, so, yeah. It's, it's probably like uh, more or less like a thousand acres where you could actually get in there and do some you know you could kind of figure out routes in there different winds and put you a couple stands out basically yeah so so you see you uh i seen some stories on there of your access i kind of wanted to go on that i think that's super cool how you guys are getting back in there and uh just kind of go into that a little bit uh you talking about the, like the p-rog and all that yeah well basically uh i'm hunting uh about a mile in this old little bayou and uh there's oak there's oak uh flats on both sides of it and uh, i walk in uh probably about 
three quarters of a mile and then I P-Rog the rest to a little stand location I have back there. And, uh, and I'm just catching them, man. I mean, it's a good spot. I've been, I've been on that spot for about five years and it's just a hot spot, man. You know, every year during the rut, they come through there looking for those, you know, the bucks are looking for those through there. So it's, it's, uh, definitely pretty cool back there. But uh, I do the P-Log. Uh... So just, just just so homies over here looking at me like, so br- explain what the P-Log is. I've seen your stories and heard you talk about yeah, the it. Yeah, P-Log, but... so, uh, you know, basically like like a canoe. You know, we just call it a P-Rog, but uh, it's like a, it's a little, it's like a wooden. It's a little flat. Yeah, yeah, it's a little it's flatter. The tiniest flatter canoe bottom. I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. It's got like but, uh, six inch sides on it. And I'm going to tell you, the one you saw on there, uh, that thing is probably 40 years old. It's older than me for sure. My dad's been having it. Nice. It's a little fiberglass one, and uh, it's been in the family for a long time. So uh, it's cool to throw some deer in it, man. You know, yeah. every time I throw a deer in it, you know, it's this accomplishment, you know, for me. So uh, it's just pretty cool, man. Everybody likes P-Rog pitches too, so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, P-Rog pitches, for some reason, people love that stuff. I don't know why, but a buck in a boat just gets people yeah, love that boat, shit. Man, you know, it's, it's saying you went way back there and get them, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's Say definitely... way, yeah. If you say you went way back and you put it in a boat, that's gold, man. That yeah. is gold. But, uh, yeah. but I kind of, uh, you know, uh, I got a bunch of cousins that hunt, uh, and this is the way they hunted for years and years and years. They would go in a swamp with some uh, pitchforks and – some rakes and you just make you like a ditch in there and uh they would have the p-rog you know you go down your p-rog ditch and set your stand up about 100 200 yards off the oak ridge and uh sure enough you catch them you know walking kind of along the oak ridge but about 200 yards in the swamp and uh killing some nice bucks you know yeah that's pretty epic man i've been you know Down, I don't like the class of deer down there for me. It just you just it can't get that big because I don't know what they're eating out there. No, no, no. You know what uh, I mean, it just we, we got some big ones. You know, we see we'll see some some really nice ones on camera, and uh, it's just man, they you know they they'll eventually you know somebody will get them, but uh, it'd be like, hard man, to sneak you know, in on them, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, they, they're sloshing so slick, through the man. mud, and they're so your p rogs your best bet, uh, your best bet, and uh. Just you know, playing the the wind right, yeah. basically, for them. So you're hunting off but, yeah. the oak ridges, and they're coming out of the swamp, going to them oak ridges. Is here coming to the oak ridges, coming to the highland. Uh, uh, there's a lot of cypress ridges. So the cypress ridges are basically, uh, it's not it's not really flooded. You know, you have some spots that'll be just mud, but uh, they they love that too. They'll come on there and they'll feed on some. Uh, some grass and some pyphene and uh we call it pyphene it's like some uh it's almost look like johnson grass growing in a swamp basically you know y'all got you a know? nickname yeah. for everything yeah, down yeah, there. Yeah, <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> oh i could i could throw out some names out there man we you know but uh it's it's cool area you know it's just as i've been hunting it so long you know and uh got to know it real good and that's basically what it takes, I, I you know, I feel for anything, even if you're hunting public land or whatnot, as long as you know the area and you kind of know where the deer are passing and where they're holding, you could get on some good deer. So with them deer coming to them oak flats, are are your evening hunts um, produce more than your morning hunts? I, I do. I, uh, 
yeah, every buck I've killed back there, except for one still hunting, has been in the uh, has been in the evening. I've killed one in the morning, and uh, I, I I really think that one was due to uh, the rut. I had put some uh, Evercom out. The uh, it wasn't the VS one; it was just a regular Evercom. Mm-hmm. And uh, he kind of came in, and I believe he came in for that, and that was in the morning. But the the rest of them was all in the evening, basically. The rut, and, uh, the rut just blows my mind out there. The does are like. 50 60 pounds it looks like how yeah. how, how big is a big yeah. doe like yeah a about big 50. doe's 100 100 pounds you know you kill a 120 pound doe you kill like you kill, like a you mo- basically kill behemoth. oh yeah you kill you kill the monster doe. yeah yeah, yeah like I, i'm on the pictures i'm like man that's that's a, and then you got these bucks just sloshing through the stuff chasing <laughs> oh, yeah, them it's just and it's incredible, man, because we're, oh, yeah, like, it's so, like, different than what we're used to. And like you said, you come accustomed to it, but yeah. for me, it just <laughs> it's so neat that those deer can survive out there and that you go in there and hunt them, you know, and you're putting the work in, you're waking up early, you're canoeing in, you're digging a trough to get your canoe <laughs> in, like. Yeah, it's, it's tough, man. You tell a lot of people what you do to, to kind of get these deer, and they're like, man, you're, I mean. <laughs> yeah, but, man, you it's know, just, you know, same thing us, just, we're. We're planting food yeah. plots and doing everything we can to try to get it done, but there ain't no food plots out there, man. It's like no, no, it's you just gotta catch you know, them. We'll, we'll put a, you know, it's it's illegal to feed in Louisiana, so we could put a little feed out, and I'll put some feed out with with a camera. But what I find is the deer, uh, you know, they're not coming to the feed during the day. You know, you might catch them here and there, but what it is, that they're they're feeding in the swamp and they're coming to that ridge at night and they're gonna feed. So. uh having more luck setting up away from the feed, hundred yards, 200 yards, catching these deer coming in, you know, mm-hmm. maybe making a loop around, trying to get some checking the wind or whatnot. And that's how, that's how basically I'm setting up. Yeah. It looks like you've been killing a lot of, a lot of bucks down there. And yeah, we, got, man. we got a buddy that lives in Mississippi, you know, and, and he, he hunts, he hunts more ag and, and flat ground. I don't think he gets down there in the, in the bayou, but I, I I've I've always been drawn to that area. I work down there. I love I absolutely love crawfish. I pretty much love any any oh, cool, food, but crawfish, dude, yeah. I will smash some crawfish, man. But but uh like I mean just getting back in there in the swamps, it's such a it's like a different world. Like even with us going in the woods, there's a house, you know, you know, you can see yeah. a house or you're close to a house or close to a road. Yeah. You go back in there, there ain't shit, man. No, <laughs> like if you get in man. trouble or I mean, you were showing me yeah. video. There's freaking cotton mouse everywhere and stuff. Oh, yeah. I mean, and a lot of the places is uh, one way, one way in, one way out. I mean, you're not coming, you're not gonna come from the west, you're not gonna come from the east. You know, you're gonna come from the south. I mean, that's your only way in. So that's the the wind plays a big deal. And and since I've been still hunting them, I find that's my biggest uh uh, I guess the lesson I learned, you know, is to play the wind right to to really trick them out so yeah i could see someone that went from used to dogs where you, you know you're probably not playing the wind at all and then you're going to oh, still no, hunt man. and you're probably yeah, like man i gotta there. gotta completely yeah. rechange the game but i could see i mean you could only see 20 yards and you got the wind blowing in there there ain't a chance you're seeing anything you know what i mean no, and, no. Oh. well when i started off I, I hunted a lot of ladders and uh hunted a lot of ladders uh saw a lot of deer so I decided to, you know, I had a one little spot. I built a box stand, and it was about 200 yards off a, a canal. 
onto an oak ridge. I had it on the oak ridge and I started still hunting that pretty hard and I killed a buck out of there. And then, uh, after that, I kind of, uh, ventured off to the lock-ons, uh, which I was, I was both hunting out of lock-ons, but, uh, during the rut and everything, I would really just hunt either box stands or, or ladder stands. And then, uh, I got me a saddle and I started, uh, hunting out the saddle. I've killed two of the saddle, but I wasn't even in the tree. So that <laughs> goes to show you, you know, I had the saddle around my waist trying to get in the tree and they, you know, they, they come right up on me and it's like, man, you know, you can't really beat that. So I ain't complaining. But. Yeah, no, I can see, I can see a saddle working good out there. Cause, and I don't, you just, you're walking yeah. through that mud and shit. I couldn't imagine yeah. carrying a stand that, in. That's the main thing, you know, it's just the, just the mud and you know, you, you, you got everything on your back, you know, you try not to get muddy. Cause once you get muddy, your hands get muddy. It's like, you know, it makes it a, oh, a pain man. in the ass, yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to draw your bow back, shoot your release, your hands <laughs> yeah. are all muddy and shit. But. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Yeah, I could but, see uh, that working out good. And then you got, I mean, those cypress trees and stuff, you could probably get up in quite a bit of those. And oh, yeah. Got some good yeah, cover and yeah, make it happen. Uh, I find, uh, I've killed deer in November, but I, December around the two weeks uh, around the Christmas is, uh, it's on, you know. It's really uh, the ruts here. Now, they'll, you know, we got a, like a spotty rut after that, but the main rut where you see a lot of chase and a lot of bigger deer is uh, kind of like your late December uh, around Christmas. That's cool, man, because up here it's pretty much cashed out by then, you yeah. know what I mean? That's, so, yeah, yeah, what well, it's like November up there, huh? Yeah, yeah, November, yeah. It's, it's ready to roll, so yeah it's just crazy so what during the rut what's like the normal temps down there in the swamps is there mosquitoes like all oh, year man. round oh yeah oh, pretty much i mean we could, we could have a freeze this is crazy man we you know you could have a freeze on a wednesday friday it's 80 degrees you know and, <laughs> and you and you got and you got mosquitoes oh god like, man freaking you know? mosquitoes would drive me nuts yeah. oh god I'd, uh, I'd be like six thermal cells deep on that <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah but uh Every year I find if, uh, you know, if a cool front comes in or a cold front comes in and it gets real cold, your best bet is to get out there and hunt until it gets hot again. Because once it gets hot again, you'll see that deer, you know, you'll see a uh, deer moving start to drop off. Yeah. Same so, thing here. You know, I mean, good cold yeah. front gets yeah. them up moving. And a cold front there, you know, I mean, from 80 to 50, it's probably – it's probably pretty oh, yeah. good drop, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, yeah, man. It's, it's that the humidity down here, man, makes it feel even colder. You know, it's like a wet, cold yeah. type. Uh... <laughs> yeah, when I worked but, down uh, there, it was like January, and it was like 70. I'm like, geez, oh, this, yeah, this yeah, shit yeah, is man. crazy. I'm out here yeah. sweating like crazy. I can imagine the summer. <laughs> I was in, uh, oh, where the hell was I? I can't remember. I was way down south. I'll, I'll, we'll keep talking deer hunting. It'll come back to me in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> You know what would be but, uh, really epic? Like, a doe's running through the swamp, you know, sloshing the water. She's got, like, a two-and-a-half-year-old chaser, and then you got a four-and-a-half-year-old. Like, that just sounds like a hippo coming, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, Yeah, they oh, got to make so, a lot of noise. Yeah. Actually, the uh, the last one I killed, uh, I hunted uh, the Wednesday before, and that's why I went back. Uh, it was a it was a field day in there, man. They were running around in there. You know, it definitely gets your heart pumping. You don't know what's going on, man. All you hear is splashing and running and uh it's just a just a cool experience, you know, to to see him do that. But uh, that's that's the that's the whole feeling too, you know. Growing up dog hunting, 
you would hear them coming before you would see them. And that's when the shakes, that's when the shakes would start to get in, you know? <laughs> yeah. Because oh, yeah. you didn't know what to expect. You know, it was a big buck. It was a doe or whatnot. And, uh, yeah, that's basically how it is down there, man. It is, they run wild. I mean, it's cool. It's just, uh, I can't say enough about it, you know? I was in, uh, is it Homa? Is that how you say it? Homa? Yeah, yeah. yeah I was right. in Homa uh, down probably there. Probably about, uh, I'd say about 20 miles from where I'm at. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's real yeah. swampy down there. I, I worked yeah, it's on mostly the, marsh and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. I worked on the railroad. So we were going from okay. there up through, like, uh, I want to say gray. Is it gray or something gray? up north? Yep. Yeah. That's, that's got to be yep. close to you. So, yeah. yeah gray that's, is like, man, uh, six miles, seven miles. Yeah. There was, we, you know? we would be sitting on the side of the tracks to be people putting, uh, that time of the year must be like crawfish money, right? Like January, uh, February. Is yeah, that... January, February is starting to get uh, you know, they're fishing a lot of ponds and they'll fish the spillway a little bit, but then uh, you get into your little when it gets you know March, April, May is when it's really okay. It's really yeah, popping. it was you know, must have been February and we good. we had we had there was a lot of people out there putting nets out and stuff. I'm like, wouldn't oh, that yeah. be so sick just to be able to put a net out <laughs> and just catch your supper like you know? Yeah, but, man. And then uh, you know it's. That's how it is on the leash, you know. We could put a couple of nets out and catch us a catch us a sack or two, you know. Man, that's uh, sweet. You so, set a couple of nets, catch a couple yeah. sacks, go in there, yeah. and that's go in there, cook them up, you know, ball them up. Heck yeah! I, I remember yeah. when I was there, they were like, "How hot you want them?" I'm like, "I want them hot, but I won't. I don't want them like <laughs> melt your face hot." You know yeah, I mean? yeah, you don't want them burn your lips. Because yeah, I, I, he said, "How hot you want them?" I said, "I'll take them pretty hot." And I was like, "Holy shit, I can't even eat these." <laughs> You guys like it hot down there. I want a Midwestern yeah. hot. <laughs> but, Midwestern. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I'll take them hot. And I was like, ever since then, I'm like, I'll take them kind of hot. <laughs> but yeah, first yeah. first time I was down there, they brought that bowl out and just poured it on the table. I was like, hell yeah, I can get into this. this is, <laughs> so for yeah, for most of you, you, for most of the hunters down there, is it? More of like, uh, like you see a buck and and you're shooting at it, or do you guys try to practice any QDMA uh, or? Yeah, we. Uh, I mean, for a lot of people, you know, uh, I got a bunch of buddies and and whatnot, and not everyone sees a a rag deer every year. You know, they might see a spike or something like that, and they'll, they'll spikes illegal in Louisiana. They'll take it, you know. Uh, but a lot of a lot of hunters, uh, they'll pass on the spikes. You know, I got a couple four point six points on camera. Uh. We just try to shoot, you know, a rag deer. Basically, is is kind of the management we do on a lease, uh, because uh, it's like three or four leases all boarding together. You know, they cross the lease, they'll get killed or whatnot, whatnot. You know, so yeah, we I mean, we kind of it's crazy to think this the difference of you know the different area, but down there, I mean, I could see like an eight point. It's like. Damn, you shot an eight point. Yeah, you know right? I mean? yeah. Like, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? That's that's pretty sweet because that's how it used to be yeah. when I grew up. Like, you didn't ask what it scored or whatever. You're like, oh, no, you no, shot no, a no, 10 no. point this year? That's sick. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, I'm I sure really, it's the same way down there, you know? Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that. I mean, scoring a deer, you know, I really never got, you know, I never really got into that until, I mean, it was uh, 2010, uh, you know, when I really started. I, I bought a, a nice bow and I started bow hunting and, and really got into it hard and uh that's when you know scoring a deer you know and i started learning about scoring a deer and whatnot and it's just that we grew up we never i mean we went hunting to shoot deer basically yeah you know you went hunting and, to uh, get some meat 
Yeah. And, it, you know, uh, when we do our dog drives, it'd be, say, uh, 15 people on a, on a little dog drive. And uh, we shoot two, three deer. We all split it. You know, we, we'll uh, quarter it up, cut it up, and everyone got a little pile of meat. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah. that's cool. You know, so, so even if you, even if you didn't uh, shoot a deer that year, you know, you still got some meat. So. Yeah. I think it's super cool. Like, I, I love shooting giant deer, but I wish I could go back and hunt, you know, back there when – when you could just go on oh, anybody's yeah. property and you did drives oh, and yeah. you just, you know, just had fun, man. It was fun, like a, man. Know, a community effort back in the day. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah, like you dad, see all the uh, – oh, go ahead. What was that? <laughs> no, I said my dad really joined the, the club for uh, duck hunting in the 70s. Uh, the ducks were uh, – the swamp was pretty much open, open water. Now it's kind of like uh, kind of like a matted grass. But these ducks, you know, green, it was nothing to go kill greenheads galore back there. You know, it was, it was just, that's where he bought, he had a little airboat and everything like that. And, uh, kind of got into it for the duck hunt and then ducks slacked off and then we started deer hunting basically. Hmm. I was just going to say, you know, you see them gray pictures and there's like 12 bucks hanging from, yeah. you know, Head to yeah. toe, and like you just don't like nobody does that anymore. <laughs> no. you know? Yeah, it's... actually, I got some like that of the uh, uh, the old guys in the club. You know, uh, pictures dating back from the 1950s with deer just hanging, and a couple right. of guys bare barefooted, no boots, no nothing. Damn. Just, <laughs> just yeah, man. I, I I'm gonna try to upload it one day on Instagram. Yeah, man. that'd be it's, pretty. It's just sweet. a cool picture. You know, they're holding a couple deer dogs, and they got a couple deer hanging in the background. That mud probably feels pretty, pretty cool. good on a bare foot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Frig, but you I, know, like I, the, swamp, I, the swamp was a lot higher back then. You know, it's kind of we're kind of sinking down here, so it's a little the you know the, the water table's a little uh, coming up. You know what I'm saying? It's it's, it's getting high. Yeah, but. Yeah, I know when I was down there, it was, I think that, so I can't remember what year, but I know that the, everybody was saying that there's a lot of water. It was like real high. And I think I've been 16 when you were down there. 16. Everywhere I went, it, people were like, yeah, man, the water's, water's getting up there. And then you could tell like where people were actually going out like into the main waters at the boat ramps and stuff were, were oh, underwater. Yeah. So, but. Definitely. Uh, but, you know, high water season for me, uh, the way I hunt is actually a little better. Uh, I could get way back in there with a P-Rog rather than just staying in the bayous and the natural little cuts and sloughs. Uh, you know, I could get off way up in that Cypress and set up. So it's pretty cool. You know, I like I like a, a mixture of a high water one season, you know, low water the next. Just yeah, take, take it out. switches take it, it out. up, yeah, man. It's pretty cool. Yeah, you could be hunting up, the same you know. ground, but the deer are doing completely yeah. different stuff. And <laughs> it's complete. And then you, you know, you got a lot of high water. You get more deer on the property because it'll push them, uh, push them in from the deeper, the deeper swamp. You know, they'll come in closer to that oak ridge. So it's pretty nice, man. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty cool. <laughs> oh, so the. What do you, what do you, do you guys, so you're hunting in a club, is all those stories on you, is that after, at the club, you guys are all together? Yeah, eating? yeah, we just had, yeah, we just had the camp, you know, uh, basically on the weekends, we'll do a little dog, uh, dog drive still, uh, we'll go out, uh, Saturday morning, make a little hunt, come back, you know, there's somebody always cooking. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I love uh, that, always man. always cooking something, uh, yeah. always got different things cooking, uh, got a little card game going, you know, it's, it's just a good little gathering we do every year. 
Yeah, I love and, that. Uh, we man. just we just do it. Uh, basically, we just do it uh, during the hunting season. You know, it's just a hunting season. Much we got a little camp back there, and we all gather. Yeah, that's one thing I would say. When I was down there, man, I'm from the Midwest, and the people were just so nice. You know, and and I'd ask a question, and they'd answer it, and you could just tell that they're good people. And just like your stories, <laughs> man, I'd be like, man, I just want to be, I just want to be there, eat some of that fish they're frying oh, up, yeah, and, and go and shoot one of these sixty pound does. And <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, look, and, hey, you'd be surprised how hard it is to pull a a sixty pound doe out of that. Time. Oh, I couldn't Come imagine, on, man. Do yeah. that. Remember when we had to drag your doe across a muddy cornfield? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This times oh, that yeah. by about ten. You know, I yeah. Mean? Throw a foot of water on yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. You're knee deep and slop, and you're trying to just tug it along as you go. So, <laughs> I uh, guess good thing it's yeah, sixty pounds at that yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> but yeah, man. Uh, this is just a great, you know, great place to hunt. And uh, like I can say, I mean, if, if people want to get out there in the swamp, there's a there's right above uh, where we hunt as M Hall, uh, the state land. You know, so it's a wildlife management area, and uh, people kill some nice bucks out of there. Uh, very nice. And it, they're basically hunting the same way I'm hunting. P-Rogs uh, getting there with the boats. They're, they're doing a little uh, kind of walking, walking around. Basically got some pipelines. and uh, Pipelines are big down here, too. Uh, I mean, you know, you got a pipeline everywhere you look down here, so... Uh, a lot of people set up on these pipelines and, and you can see 400, 500 yards, you know? Yeah. I, I think, I think Justin had some pipeline cuts, stuff like that. I know he's got that one pole on. Yeah. On that, on his dad's lease. I think mm-hmm. there's some pipeline cuts, but I seen there on your story when, when you're hunting these deer, is the water deep enough for gators in there or no? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dang. Uh, I'm out. On yeah. That. yeah. Uh, <laughs> actually, uh, uh, my buddy that hunts with me on his spot, he actually got a gator underneath his feeder uh, this <laughs> on year. the trail cam. <laughs> on the trail cam, yeah. And it was a, it was a pretty decent sized gator. I mean, it was definitely over uh, six foot. That you know? is so solid. Be like, what'd you get on your trail so, cam pool? A couple gators, man. <laughs> yeah, a couple gators. Yeah, man. Uh, that's crazy. A couple gators. I got but, the uh, sixty incher though. Yeah. I'm jacked. Yeah. You know, I saw him. I showed that to one guy, and he was like, "Oh hell no!" Yeah, oh, yeah, no. yeah I'd be out. I'm gonna go in there that little bit ass boat. But yeah, man, look like you killed a. I just for some reason I want to kill a gator. I don't know why. I'm gonna make that happen eventually. Yeah. But yeah, but well, I, the cool thing uh, about Louisiana, uh, we used to get tags with the lease and everything, but uh, the price of the gator went down, so the landowner didn't want to mess with it anymore. So uh, I applied with the state of Louisiana for the uh, actually M Hall wma gator tags uh lottery and i got the lottery and i ended up getting three tags nice so that was pretty that was pretty cool that big one i killed uh was on them hall and me and my dad had a blast man uh, uh definitely uh glad i got it on on film you know that's something to cherish yeah well right it was there. like six oh a little over six foot right six and a half or seven what well, that one uh no it was the one I, the big one i had was ten and a half holy yeah. smokes yeah ten and a half wow. yeah, i got a video of that one uh, on my page and nice. uh, but I killed a six uh six and a half and I think a, a eight or nine after wow. look back. Man, yeah. six would be big enough for me. That thing <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but yeah, I mean I seen your story and you're in that water. I'm like, there's there's 
water moccasins yeah. in that for sure. <laughs> I've already seen videos of that. There's probably gators in here. I'm like, I don't even know how these deer yeah. are surviving for one, you know. Yeah, that's crazy, man. As long as I've been walking there, though, I never came up on an alligator during the deer season. I never, never came up on one in the swamp. Nice. I came yeah. up on some, some, uh, some out in the canal or whatnot, like, but never in the swamp itself. So, yeah, yeah. probably, probably a little colder weather. They're probably out in a little bit, a little bit bigger. Oh yeah, water they probably, and... yeah, they, they probably, yeah, they'll go and bury themselves or something. Like that, you know? Yeah, that's probably that's what I'd have to tell myself to go back in there. Ah, it's too cold for gators today. <laughs> <laughs> I go back in there. Snakes are gonna be moving slow. I got a shot, yeah. so I'll go in there. But, but uh, snakes are horrible. Yeah, uh, you get a hot day in December uh foggy hot i mean they're gonna be out man and uh they're gonna be striking at anything too <laughs> for sure they they get like this little film over their eyes during the winter and uh i mean you, you you step over them they're not moving i mean you you know they're not gonna move for you either you're gonna step on them or step right over them they're gonna strike you but uh dog got hit one time uh back there i was actually picking up my p-rog and uh putting it in the boat one was in a branch fell in the boat and uh bit my dog on a on the face oh wow and uh she swole up there's a little rat tear i had and uh she swole up but she made it i mean it was uh kind of like you know you see uh what is like uh duck commander or whatever you know they got them little rat terriers and they get bit all the time <laughs> yeah. it's basically the same thing you know, that's why i was like oh she would be all right <laughs> she's strong she's she, good yeah she she told it yep. yeah heck yeah man <laughs> but yeah man it, like you said sportsman's paradise you guys are out there you're, you're cooking all the time catching fish gators yeah um, man that's uh that's deer i mean it pretty pretty it's epic just, you know i tell everybody you know the, the squirrels the rabbits you know you could go out there you shoot your lemon squirrels like nothing you know uh we got a lot of rabbits on the levees uh it's just all around just good fun you know yeah getting out there and doing some good hunting you have any and, pigs uh, in your area no pigs uh on where i'm hunting but uh on the south of uh Thibodeau, there's a lot of pigs in that area uh, kind of populated real fast in that area. Uh, had a trap out one time. We caught we caught a few of them. I think I killed like six. Uh, what I wouldn't say piglets, but uh, just right, you know, kind of forty pound, sixty pound range. Nice. But yeah, man, cool. It's definitely uh, definitely uh, something to see down here, man. You get to come hunting down here for sure. Uh. You'd be uh be amazed. Yeah, we need, to, you, we need to find a gator pig combo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah what, I'm sure they got them somewhere, uh, man. Yeah. What do you call bluegill down there? You got a nickname? Bluegill. For them? We call them. Uh, we call them either brim. Brim. Yeah. Okay. Brim perch. Perch. Yeah. Uh, Looks like you guys are got smashing a, those too, man. I love yeah, bluegill. Are, That's about uh, my favorite eating fish. So. Uh, there's like the red ear. Yeah. Those are the uh, big old bigger call, bluegill. Yeah, we call those uh chickapin. Chicken pins. <laughs> I'm gonna catch a red air up here. Be like, got a nice chicken pin. No one's gonna know what chicka the pin, hell right I'm there, talking yeah, about. <laughs> you go down there and you catch you a mess of chicken pin. You did something. Sure, you yeah. come back to the boat launch. Yeah, nice. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, the soccer is really about to take off right now. It's our spawn coming up here, and they're gonna be getting on the stumps, uh, laying, and uh, we usually do good with that back up on the lease. 
So uh, everybody goes deer hunting in the morning, and they bring their fishing poles, and then after they come eat a little lunch, and then boom, they're going fishing. Everybody just making a whole day out of it. <laughs> oh yeah. Whole I bet you got, I bet y'all are eating good too. Oh yeah. While uh, you're out deer hunting. We uh, you know, eating good? You said? Yeah. Oh yeah, man. Uh, we do uh, like I say, we 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 cook stews, you know. Uh, we go down there like the Friday or the Saturday. We'll cook a big stew, uh, gumbos. Uh, I love gumbo, fine. man. Gumbo is <laughs> right up my alley. Yeah, man. Eat like a seafood gumbo. Oh uh, yeah. Or uh, we'll do the chicken and sausage chicken. I'll pretty much eat gumbo. anything out of the water besides a snake. I don't know if I'd eat snake <laughs> or not. Alligator, I'll smash, but I don't. I've never yeah, found a fish that I don't like good. or anything. People are like, I don't like carp, man. Smoke carp. Shit, get out of here. I don't even know what you, if you know what carp is. You probably got some yeah, nickname yeah, for it. You said smoked fish. The only smoked fish I ever had uh, was garfish. Oh, yeah. I've had smoked they gar, smoked sturgeon. Pretty, I love smoked sturgeon. Good. Yeah. Yeah, man. We smoke but, uh, a lot of fish up here. It's pretty good yeah, stuff. That's, that's cool, man. That's something else. kind of like different traditions you know we i mean basically down here i mean if you ain't frying it what else you doing with it, <laughs> yeah huh? you're grilling it or frying <laughs> right? it down there yeah. <laughs> so but, uh, another thing we got down here this time of year is uh it's when it's real foggy uh december january we go pick these mushrooms off uh willow trees we call we call them champignons champignons uh, champignons huh. and it's basically like a like an oyster mushroom oh nice yeah I've yeah, had man. oysters. And, oh man, you talk about like real tender. Yeah. Uh, clean them up real good. You can put them in your stews, or you can fry them. You fry them, they taste like you wouldn't even think you're eating a mushroom. You know, you think you're eating like a fish or or uh, something Some, like that. Something you know? meaty, just, you know? Yeah. yeah some meaty. Yeah. yeah. It's, just, it's just real good. Yeah, we got morels and hen of the woods, and we got some oyster mushrooms here. I'm a big mushroom hunter. I eat the shit out of them. I still got some frozen oh, yeah, in man. my freezer from last year, and. I'm ready for this year. I'm running low, so <laughs> that's good. Hey, you can't you freeze them and cook them. It ain't the same, man. You need that yeah, you fresh off the ground, yes. just out there. Yes. Put the work in to get them. It's normally about seventy, eighty degrees when we're mushroom hunting. Though you're sweating your balls off. There's mosquitoes everywhere. <laughs> you're used to mosquitoes. You're like shit. These guys. Yeah, man. You know, early bow season. Uh, this year I made a few hunt, made a few bow hunts, and uh, never shot a buck with my bow yet. Uh, Kill a bunch of does. I had a uh, little spot. I hung my saddle up, and uh, just the mosquitoes were horrible, man. I mean, it was just never uh, remembered being this bad. And uh, I guess uh, uh, the older I get, you know, I seem to get so bad, but <laughs> losing my memory and stuff. But yeah, <laughs> but uh. Yeah, man, I had a I had a spike come in that that hunt, and uh, I almost took it. I almost decided to take it. You know, really don't uh don't get that opportunity to shoot a buck with a bow too much. Uh, I mean, me not shooting one at all. So I was gonna take it. It was a big cow horn spike, and uh, he busted me out of there. I never never really got a good shot at him. But. Yeah, I mean, I I couldn't imagine. So you're you're hunting the swamp. There, there's not really a lot of trails because you're in water you know what i mean and basically the deer yeah. can just browse pretty much wherever they want they're not going through a pinch um you got a destination no, that's, that's you're going to but they're getting there at night so you're just like hunting in an area where they're at and to get them into bow range would that's an epic feat in my mind when you got oh yeah 
7,000 acres. Like a, 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 like a low water season, you really could see where these deer are passing. You know, you could see their mud trails basically uh, in the swamp. It's a little easier to track. Yeah. Uh, set your stand up or, or whatnot. But, you know, high water season, you don't know where they're passing. You don't know. I mean, you basically, you're relying on the game camera, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically, yeah. Yeah, yeah man. So w- say you shoot a doe. Um, I, I got like kind of a two-part question here. So you shoot a doe. Like, is there any tip or anything that you can share that you do to help you track where this deer went if there is high water? The only, uh, if there's high water, uh, basically in a, the swamp I'm hunting, there's a lot of uh, duck seed. A lot of like that grass, uh, it's a light green grass that kind of connects together, splits apart, call it duck seed. Uh, you'll find, I found specks of blood on that before and it led me to, to where it's at. But if it's a lot of water, uh, basically I would, you know, all that waiting time, I don't know, you know, the more you wait, the, the less a chance you probably have of finding that deer. Uh, you know, I would definitely, uh, if you think you put a decent shot on it, get down and, and kind of regroup and see where, where it might've went for sure. Yeah. Uh, I could see that being a huge, yeah, yeah. you know, cause you got, I mean, hell a deer could run through that water and splash shit up all over the place. And then oh, yeah. you lost all your blood, even if it's up high. So you'd have to track pretty much immediately to have that, any yeah. fresh sign yeah. of where the water, you know, the moss was turned out or any mud I, on a I've tree lost, or anything. Uh, I've lost one doe back there. I shot it high and that, uh, kind of no man's land right above the backstrap or uh, right below the backstrap. Yeah. Kind of in the uh, vitals and, uh, tracked it for a good ways in there and, uh, ended up jumping it up and, uh, kind of back, I backed after I jumped it up, I kind of backed out and, uh, regrouped, waited a while, uh, try to go back in there never could find it. But then I got her back on camera like two days later. Uh, she ended up making it. Nice, uh, yeah. I've hit that, that no man's land before and had him make it. So yeah, it's a very. But it was it was the same same situation, you know. Uh, had high water. Basically, I was going off a little specks. I mean, it's it's definitely good to have a, a hunting partner or, or someone you could call to give you a hand. Uh, I couldn't imagine being tracking. back there at night. <laughs> you imagine that? Oh man, everything uh, looks the same. Oh my uh, god, there ain't nothing that looks different. You yeah. just have to know what direction. You got cell phone service back there? We do have cell phone. Nice service, man. That's uh, the only way I can make it out of that. <laughs> I'd be like, all right, hunt stand, help me out. Where the hell am I at? <laughs> so, but yeah, uh, there's a few of us that bow hunt back there. Uh, mostly, we do like. Uh, uh, couple buddies of mine they'll go on some little public land trips to uh actually y'all stayed up there to go to illinois and uh do a couple other trips but uh we do have a few a uh, few guys that bow hunt the swamp nice yeah, yeah. That's and, and then cool, like man. mostly uh during the uh during the uh earlier season that you know the oaks are dropping so uh it's a little easy to get on you know if you want to get your opportunity on a on a doe or something like that or Typically, early season, man, you're not going to see these big bucks back there on the Oak Ridge. They're going to be hanging out kind of off the Oak Ridge in a swamp. Uh, They're just, for some reason, man, they're not not coming in. (laughs) It's going to have to take a hot dough to bring them in there. Yeah. For sure. I could see 
man, I don't, I don't, I just, I can't relate to it. You know, like, I don't know. I mean, how, how much is a deer population good there? Or? It, uh, I'm going to tell you, we got hit by, uh, uh we got the, uh, the, uh, blue tongue yeah. down here. We got hit pretty hard with it after, uh, a big storm that passed through and, uh, just our deer numbers dropped, man. We're finding dead deer left and right. I actually pulled out a little fawn, uh, we found on the levee. I pulled it out. The biologist came to my house, cut the, cut the, uh, couple of things out, you know, like the lungs or whatnot, and sent it off for testing. But he said definitely it was blue tongue. And after that, man, we took a hit. We didn't shoot does for I think about three years. After that, we kind of let them uh, wow. rest up. Yeah, we just yeah. we made that decision on our own as a club not to. Yeah, that was smart, not man. To shoot them, yeah, you know? yeah, and it came back, man. You know, we see we've seen a lot of deer uh we just uh yeah it looks like you guys it, shot you know? quite a few bucks you know from from your instagram oh, yeah you guys yeah are... man we uh between the two between the area we're hunting with the clubs uh we, we're killing some nice deer we're killing some nicer deer back there for sure that's cool man yeah well we appreciate uh, you coming on and spending some time with us man and teaching us a little bit about the swamp uh and a couple of illinois boys that don't know anything <laughs> cool, but it, yeah. it's super cool to have you on man uh, no problem, man. I hope I didn't ram- ramble on too much. You know, I was trying to <laughs> keep the story straight here, but uh, pretty cool. Hey, when you asked me to be on a podcast, I was like, man, you know, I never uh, never been on a podcast before. And I told the wife, I was like, man, they kind of asked me to be on a podcast. And, you know, it's pretty cool, you know. Yeah, we try to find the different people that, you know, might not have a shot to tell their story, but a story that deserves to be told and something cool and unique that you're doing and most podcasts wouldn't even look at you because you're not a yeah. famous person and you're not going to get that clickbait. But us, we just want to talk to you to talk to you. you know <laughs> hey, what I mean, and we use the That's podcast cool, as just a you yeah. know an outlet to be like, hey man, what are you doing down there in Louisiana? Because it's pretty badass. So that's awesome, man. That's that's why I post some stories. You know, I just want people to kind of see how we doing things down here, and it's it's just so much fun, you know. Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, for for people down there in Louisiana that see it, they might not be like. You know, oh, that's just normal. But for me, I'm like, this shit is crazy. <laughs> I'm going through this story like, man, this this dude is in this little ass canoe. He's dragging this buck a mile. Like, I'm like, this is cool. But so, hell yeah, man. All right, we got the heater ripping in the studio. It's a couple inches of snow, and it's cold in Illinois. And uh, it, not cold in this episode at no. all. No. <laughs> Um, down there hunting the rut in 70, 80 degree weather with mosquitoes that could probably carry me away. <laughs> so I really enjoyed this episode. Um, this guy's getting out there and, and getting it done. Um, we wanted to have him on just to just say, Hey man, no matter where you live, you can get out there and enjoy the outdoors somehow. Um, this guy's putting a lot of work in, in the swamps and that's how he likes to do it. Um, I would like to go down there and ride around with him, but I really don't want to kill anything. <laughs> you don't want to kill an 80 inch? No, no like, I mean, it's just too much work, man. I just want to go down there and oh, hang I out with him. I just yeah. want to go down there and hang out with him and help the, help The P Rog would out. have to be right there at the base of the tree. Yeah, P Rog on my back. I was have to carry a P Rog around <laughs> with me and roll out. <laughs> but uh, get out there, leave a legacy. White till legacy's out.